0: So, do you want to talk about our disconnect, or do you want me to talk about our disconnect?
1: I don't know. What side do you want to? What side do you want to be communicated here?
0: I don't know. We got like fifty minutes, <clears throat> so.
1: Yeah, we've had a hard time. Uh, we mentioned it last week. Uh, you go through seasons in marriage where, you know, you're just humming along. Life is dandy, <laughs> great, grand, <laughs> doing great. And then you have other seasons where you're just it's like you can't seem to to sing the same tune. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, it's hard. I mean, you're just you're you're trying you can't even win for trying, it feels like. And we were yeah. we were having a really hard time connecting. Um we both kind of felt like ah, we're connecting in different ways and then it just felt so shallow and then
1: and fragile. Fragile, that's we a good would, word for it. We would it. be connecting and then we would be we'd be fighting and then all of a sudden we would be uh and then we'd be good, and then yeah. we'd be fighting again.
0: Yeah. So it felt fragile. Still really fragile. It, I don't think it's as <laughs> much. Maybe you, but I feel good. This is why it's well, fragile, people. <laughs> no, Kidding. I think it, it may, It's it, it felt like unsure ground, right? So then it was just really difficult to try to connect again because we felt so insecure with each right. other. So a big part of us kind of connecting again to each other, um, and of course connecting more with God, was, was prayer. Hmm. Um, prayer is this means of of communing with god communing with each other um it's a way to fight for your marriage it's a way that um we can remember who we are as sinners in living in that humbleness Mm -hmm. and that dependence on god and prayer really is that way uh forward in that and showing us our need right and who we need to go to so with that we will see you on the other side welcome to the fierce marriage podcast where we believe that marriage fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in
1: here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage sex communication
0: finances priorities purpose and
1: everything in between
0: laugh ponder and join in on candid gospel-centered conversations this is fierce marriage
1: Okay, so as we do in typical fierce marriage podcast fashion, we you guys are getting like the 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 live feed into what we're processing as a married couple. And our hope and our prayer, dear Lord, I pray it. <laughs> That our struggles will be a salve to some of you listeners. Yeah. That it will help you and that whenever you're going through a funk that you can remember oh, I remember that ridiculous couple on that podcast and how they talked through this.
0: There's fruit to be had on the other side I'm of the funk. I'm hoping for
1: it. I'm hoping for it. I am hoping for fruit in the funk. <laughs> funky fruit. No. No. <laughs> our new a new album featuring Ryan and Selena Frederick. <laughs> so we have that funky intro. Oh my
0: goodness.
1: So anyway, yeah. I, uh, prayer is man, okay. Man. yeah, <laughs> It's like your opinion, man. Anyway, prayer yeah. is one of those things that <clears throat> it's like it should be the the lifeblood, right? The oxygen of mm-hmm. a believer's life. And yet it's one of those areas that, if we're honest, we live like pagans a lot of times as yeah. Christians. We live as the pagans do, as yeah. non-Christians do. I'm using that archaic sort of word. But we, we, we don't pray... I'm just I'm I'm feeling convicted it feels, but it because well, we feels, pray but we
0: yeah I feel it can feel burdensome I think because we go to God with maybe kind of the same mindset the same prayers and we're just mm. feel like we're on this hamster wheel of either requests or praise or I don't know we kind of feel all good like, well, yeah, all, not good bad. yeah. <laughs> all good things all good things but I think there's more to be had in this area of prayer yeah um as far as even just understanding, you know, why we pray and understanding how we can pray and how Jesus, you know, was the, is the new mediator for us. And so old Testament versus new Testament and now, and what does that look like? And why is that important for us to know as believers? So, um, we'll get into that in a moment. Yeah. I feel like you're diving in.
1: Well, I want to, I want to do the, the housekeeping here. We didn't do it early in the episode last week. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, listen with me real fast. Just, just listen. You hear that? That's silence. <laughs> that's what might happen if the Fierce Marriage Podcast does not continue. <laughs> oh <my
0: goodness. laughs> I was like, "Listen, that's all I can do." Uh, what are you talking
1: about? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to illustrate a point in that uh, you know what? Our times are a changing, and our doctrine is not. All right, that's the promise that's that right. our our mission is not changing. But, you know, the vision of how it comes to be might have to change. So we are asking our listeners to consider prayerfully, speaking of prayer, <laughs> joining us on Patreon. That's e o n dot com slash fierce marriage. It's an arc, if you will. If ever this podcast, for whatever reason, because we're proclaiming the gospel uh, within the, the scope of traditional uh, biblical marriage, if ever someone with a switch somewhere in a big... uh Big office building decides that this is too Christian, we'll have a place to go. Uh, it's Patreon. So we do early releases there. We give mm-hmm. away books. We give away uh, free enrollments into yep. classes that are coming up. We also give away silicone rings, which are holidays are here. So hey,
0: you know what? That's not the reason why they should be given, though. That's true. We're trying to partner that's with true. people. That's <clears> true. <throat> So we're not doomsdayers, we're but we also no. know
1: that this is the water we're swimming in so we want to make sure that times we are times
0: are changing.
1: We're partnering Yes, times <laughs> are changing and we're partnering with you our amazing listeners uh to keep this thing going on. It's our livelihood. It's our livelihood. So yeah. uh we appreciate you considering that prayerfully. If you if God leads you go to slash fierce marriage uh, and get the latest early releases um and all that good stuff. Uh also if you haven't yet please do leave a rating and a review mm-hmm. in your podcast app of choice. It means a lot. Okay, so we're talking about prayer.
0: Yeah, we've kind of had this theme of warfare uh, around a lot of our episodes. And I don't think we've meant to. Honestly, I think it really has just been a prompting of the Holy Spirit and just Mm. thematic in our own lives and things that we are learning. And Ryan and I are both like, "Has, has, has the world always been kind of this dark or are we now experiencing more light like in christ and i don't know maybe those are some big terms that i yeah both and so it's kind of felt like this war time mentality and not like picking up physical arms and you know gearing ourselves up to like fight physical battles but it really is spiritual right it's the it's the prayer or the verse that we talked about uh our, our we war not against like flesh and blood but against spiritual uh, Ephesians 6.10. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so with that said, we are going to talk about prayer, yeah. uh, the warfare of prayer. We're even going to touch on the intercessory aspect of prayer because I think that can get a little weird.
1: We, we get a little wonky about that sometimes in some um, Christian circles. Yeah. We're going to hopefully set the record straight.
0: And then yeah. we're going to unpack uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.17, praying without ceasing because that can feel pretty burdensome if you are not... Yeah you know, understanding where the, why we pray and the, mm. um, what am I trying to say? Why we, why we pray, I guess. <laughs> and why you can pray without ceasing. how to pray. How to pray. Yes. Yeah, so we'll walk through a couple of reasons of, or ways of hmm. how we can pray. My if words are a little bit somebody, muddled.
1: It's okay. If only there was somebody in the Bible who taught us how to pray, <laughs> who said, when you pray, pray like this. <laughs> if only there was that person.
0: Oh, there is. His oh, name is, is
1: huh. Jesus. So let me do a little on-ramping here. So last week we we mentioned, Selena, you, you alluded to this Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 20, which is, is the, the, the full armor of God, putting mm. on the full armor of God, and recognizing the fact that this battle that we fight is not with flesh and blood. It is with the spiritual forces of darkness, the principalities of this present darkness. I think that's the, the phrasing there. Uh which God ha- has overcome. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Just
0: to put it out there again. So
1: the battle is is the, the battle is won the war is won but the battle is raging is mm. what I'm trying to say. So mm-hmm. how do we fight as faithful Christians? Okay, we talked about putting on the full armor of God, especially within marriage, okay? Yeah. In marriage we are fighting it's it's a system within a system, right? So we are a marriage family system. I'm I'm am doing some reading right now and and synthesizing some ideas around like family systems and systems theory, and we're in a family system and we we are warring for one another. But even within our family, we are 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 warring on this this battlefield that Paul is talking about in Ephesians six. So one of the things we talked about last week is the predictors of unrest. Mm. Okay, so prayer I think is a I know is a vital necessary tool mm-hmm. in our in our in our battle for health in this area and and the predictors of of civil unrest within our marriage uh we talked about being and this isn't ryan and selena idea this is another idea from academic types but there's typically there's some sort of structural trend that's Mm -hmm. happening and the structural trend will will lean will kind of create what we called tinder right this this and we compared it to a forest fire right Think about all these massive forest fires that have been around the, the world this year. Uh, well, the reason why they, they happen is because for years and years there's this accumulation of dry, tinder, dry uh, dead logs and diseased logs and things that, that end up falling down. And, so, and then there's, there's a second component, which is a triggering event. And the triggering event being that thing, whether it's a lightning strike or a campfire or, you know, a stray cigarette butt mm-hmm. uh, as someone's driving through the forest can be the triggering event that depending on the amount of tinder, the whole forest is millions of acres are ablaze. Mm-hmm. Okay, so take that same analogy. We're not talking about civil unrest in a nation. We're talking about civil unrest in our homes. Mm. Uh, a lot of times we don't clean up the tinder. Mm. And so we're not fighting against these. We're, we're more or less uh, just uh, letting the mess accumulate we're not dealing with our communication dysfunction. Mm. We're not dealing with our intimacy dysfunction. We wrote a whole book called "See Through Marriage," where we uh, where we talk about being known and f- fully known in the light.
0: Right. Well, and we so the not... triggering
1: events uh, will will cause massive fights within right. our marriage and right. stuff. Sorry, go ahead. Well,
0: and I just think that the areas of you know just even worry and fear and be feeling unsure um, can also affect those structural trends and be triggers for us you know and if we feel really afraid we're going to act a certain way and that may cause division in how Mm -hmm. we you know maybe spend our finances or where we spend our time of what we're reading or what we're allowing to you know ruminate in our hearts so um, talking about prayer, talking about what is prayer, just the basics. We went to the new city Catechisms, which by the way, are on Spotify and they can just play through for the kids all day. It's awesome. But they so there's 52 of them. Um, they, the prayer one starts at 38 and goes through 41. and so these are taken just from them. Um, so what is prayer? They said prayer is pouring out our hearts to God in praise, petition, confession of sin, and Thanksgiving.
1: Hold, hold, hold your, slow your roll a little bit there. Not Excuse everybody me? knows what a I'm catechism is. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody, not everybody knows what a catechism is, right? And so, I, yeah, I'm, go ahead. Did you mention that? No, nope. it's very simple. Thanks simply,
0: for listening, though. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I was taking a drink of my delicious iced coffee. I heard
0: the ice (laughs) clinking around. (laughs) I can only
1: do one thing at at a time. Uh, Catechism is kind of an old school term for basically a call and a response, Mm -hmm. asking a question and memorizing the answer. It's a way that traditionally the Orthodox Church, and I say Orthodox meaning like within Christian established doctrine, not Mm -hmm. necessarily like Greek Orthodox or Roman Catholic. It's mostly known
0: in the Catholic Church. Aren't catechisms more like...
1: No, they're more for like... uh, um, Uh, liturgical sort of services, right?
0: Right, but historically, you would find these in the Catholic Church. Yeah, in which most
1: most liturgies are coming from sort of that sort of tradition. Anyway, and so you ask a question, what is prayer? And then the the responder, which could be your children, it could be each other, would be this, they would have this answer memorized, and prayer is a pouring out our hearts to God in praise, petition, confession of sin, and thanksgiving.
0: This is super awesome, guys, because when we... Do you know, what is our only hope in life and death? Our only hope in oh, life. No, that's the first question. That's the first. Yeah. What is our only hope in life and death that we are not our own, but we belong to God? Like they're, they're set to songs. So they're really easy. I was trying to think of it without singing it. <laughs> they aren't
1: by default. They're By they're, default, they're meant to be memorized in a longer yes, form. You're talking about the kids. Version. The kids version is yeah. the
0: songs and it's powerful because it really does break down what these words are. What is prayer? The second one is what, with what attitude should we pray? So it's. It can be really difficult to define these things, and so the catechisms are incredibly powerful yes. tools to simplify and be accurate. So
1: I would put them in in, in the same category as creeds and confessions. Okay, and yeah, that they yeah. aren't they aren't the Bible, but they sure do help us understand the Bible, yes. and they sure do help us lock the Bible away into our hearts. A lot of people frown on catechisms, creeds, and confessions. I think they're great, and this is a guy that didn't grow up in it. So same then, and see, so, yeah, same. Oh, good. Thanks for clarifying that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the second one, you asked the question, you didn't answer it. So with what attitude should we pray? With love, perseverance, and gratefulness, in humble submission to God's will, knowing that, for the sake of Christ, he always hears our prayers. Hmm. And then the-
0: That's a powerful thing, mm-hmm. which we will talk about after this last um, catechism that we wanted to mention, mm-hmm. because, um, yeah, we'll talk about Christ, mediator, okay. historically Old Testament. So, Third but- question. Sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, how, what should we pray? selena
0: uh the whole word of god directs and inspires us in what we should pray including the prayer jesus himself taught us
1: wait a second jesus taught us how to pray
0: <laughs> sorry that. oh my goodness this sorry guy. I'm,
1: I'm being uh facetious he's trying here. to be funny yeah so uh i may, i alluded to that early on i said oh, if only someone said <laughs> to us if when you pray you should pray like this <laughs> uh jesus did that in matthew 6 uh which we will get through uh but you want to first get into why can yeah. we pray so these yeah. okay we established what is prayer
0: Yeah and now- then what why what's the history of prayer again? This is not going to be a big long history lesson. I wish it was, but talking about and understanding the Old Testament uh, ways of praying versus the New Testament and how Jesus himself um, brings in this new communion and he is the mediator. So the Old Testament, nation of israel they couldn't pray or talk like directly to god Hmm. i think if they tried when they get stoned or something like you just it just wasn't you weren't able to they had to go through a quote-unquote mediator so typically like a priest right
1: yeah which would have been the levitical priesthood
0: yes and um and if you look in the bible and you look up different kinds of prayers in the old testament and i mean it's mostly in the old was what i was seeing but there's prayers of dedication uh prayers for wisdom you know benediction prayers of gratitude um but the Big, I think, difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament when Christ came mm. is is the role of Jesus, the gospel, uh, the role of the gospel, like in prayer. So in Christ we have this new communion with God hmm. even by the power of the Holy Spirit. You said this; he, he, it's that's given to us from Christ. Christ is our ultimate mediator. Yeah. Was that part of when the curtain was torn? Was that could that be part?
1: Yeah. So he sort of. He, Okay, because so, you
0: didn't have to necessarily go through a mediator, Christ was making the way. He is the mediator, so now mm-hmm. we can pray directly to Him. And I think, mm-hmm. personally speaking, for many years, I and I still continue to take that for granted—that yeah, ability. Yeah, we all do. Yeah,
1: yeah. A few weeks back, we talked about uh, striving to enter rest, hmm. and the whole premise of that was looking at the Sabbath not as a moral command, but mm-hmm. as a, but rather as a, recognizing the ceremonial law that it was, and how Christ was this was he said he uh he fulfilled the sabbath mm-hmm. right so in- instead of pressing into the, the the rest of sabbath was always meant to point to the rest that we are to have in god mm-hmm. christ fulfilled the sabbath that's why he said the sabbath was made for man not man for the sabbath and mm. he says uh and he also christ f- uh, fulfilled he he is the better temple and he by the power of the holy spirit he is sent he's allowing us now mm. to be temples for the holy spirit that's what yeah. that's what paul talks about and so yeah pr- we now like all of that has been has been satisfied in Christ, and he is now our mediator. We read we read all about that, how he's fulfilling and presiding as our in the high priestly role. Mm-hmm. We read all about that in Hebrews, mm-hmm. and the book of Hebrews is meant to point us to uh, both the triumph of Christ, but also the trials experienced by believers. So that's why the whole high priestly— uh, language and theme is all interwoven the, the the order of melchizedek and all that kind of stuff into the book of hebrews was meant to show us the early believers us and the early believers mm-hmm. that in our trials we have a high priest who right. is standing mediating constantly right and we can pray directly to god now because right. of the holy spirit in us and, and the regeneration that's happened and and it's all about that kind of the spiritual resurrection that Paul talks about, uh, in that we are now brought to life in Christ just as, just as he resurrected as an event. Now we are resurrected spiritually in Christ. And we also look, these are all Paul's main message. Now we can look forward to a, uh, a a coming resurrection because of Christ. Right. So it's living in light of that life, that, that, that payment for our sin. Mm. Now we can freely enter into this throne room of grace, Mm-hmm. We can freely do that.
0: Right.
1: That was not always the case. Mm. Until and it was not the case certainly in before Seriously, Christ. Reading
0: the Old Testament has brought so much more, I think, risk, like fear of God in me, hmm. in such a good way that my heart has been needing, obviously, um, to be able to stand in awe of the Savior. Right. Um, That's good. Well, the work. I mean, there's there's just so much. It's not. Right. Simply Christ dying for our sins, like there's, He is now the mediator. He is fulfilling prophecy. He's checking like a thousand boxes just by mm. coming, living, dying, and being resurrected. Right there's just such so many of these like layers to peel back and understand. Um, yeah. But I think one thing we need to get into as as believers and as a couple is understanding this idea of intercessory prayer. Because if you talk about warfare, I feel right. like intercessory prayer just kind of fits right in that kind of it does. idea but we got to define it we got to talk about it because it so quickly can go wrong and turn into these ideas of like incantations or um, if
1: i just pray hard enough then i can then god will answer me as if i if i weren't praying hard enough right as opposed to if i weren't praying hard enough or
0: as if i mean can i really that that's 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 saying that you can you know, right?
1: You, you're basically saying the right things, God saying the right passwords, <laughs> to do things, and, right and I'm things. like, ah, yeah.
0: this feels very unholy. Even saying this, but kind we're of...
1: still very much called to intercede, and I think the the difference is is not that intercessory prayer is bad; it's that it has a bad brand right now, right? Right? And that's what we're trying to clarify. Is so that there, it's very clear in Scripture that we are called to intercede right on behalf of each other, right? And, and that's, that means just praying for that someone.
0: is what intercessory prayer is. Yes, the act of of praying on behalf of others. So in the Old Testament, you have a mediator. You you know, like Abraham, Moses, David, Samuel, Hezekiah, yada, yada. Good. Christ is pictured in the New Testament, right, as our ultimate intercessor. Mm. Um, and he yeah. is the ultimate mediator. He closed that gap between us uh, through his death on the cross. Um, and he said, "It's well, because of his mediation, we can now intercede in prayer on behalf of other Christians um, for the lost. And asking God to, you know, Hear us, it says in 1 mm. Timothy two five. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Uh, who is he? This is Romans 8.34. Who is he that condemns? Christ Jesus. Who died? More than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God, and is also interceding for us, which is what you were right. talking about of where Jesus is. But we see in Daniel 9 kind of a model for intercessory prayer. Um, again, intercessory prayer is, is praying on the behalf of others. Mm. So interceding on the behalf of others. So some of the the words that characterize uh, a true intercessory prayer, uh, again, found in Daniel nine, it's uh, in response to the word. We see that in verse two, it's characterized by fervency, verse three and self-denial identified unselfishly with God's people. Um, Mm. It's strengthened by confession. Uh, It's dependent on God's character and has as its goal, uh, God's glory. So, um, that's a big differentiator, yeah, that's between... a big differentiator because it definitely i mean you can talk about how it goes it can go wrong, yeah i mean
1: i I don't know, I don't want to get too far into that because I just it can get uncharitable pretty fast, sure, but the point that I think we're trying to make is that interceding is important, it's biblical, but it's also not as uh it's not as sensational as I think it often comes across as uh in in other words every every believer. Is called to, to intercessory prayer. It's right. called to be an intercede, interceding prayer. Yes. And that's, I think, what we're trying to get to in terms of marriage and how w- prayer as warfare is all about interceding for and with your spouse on behalf of God's will for your marriage. Yes. Yes. And there's, and there's so much that happens in that. You mentioned humility is one of those things. And you can't go to the living God with pride and and not be humbled in that process.
0: Right. I mean the the if you're talking about true intercessory prayer, it really seeks God's glory ultimately and not our own. And mm-hmm. so that that can be a good a big indicator if we're, you know, uh-huh. what are we starting to pray for? What is this is are things kind of turning sideways to? Are we like in our marriage, I'm pray are we praying like God help my husband to hear me better? Mm. <laughs> or are we praying god help me to have a soft heart towards him and help me to not saying that these are your only prayers but i guess just kind of filtering down through everything how how are we, are our prayers bringing god glory and not necessarily just meeting our own needs and things that we want mm.
1: okay so and we started this whole episode talking about warfare, prayer, and I mentioned it. And and, and so I, I want to keep us for yeah. the re- remainder of this because we've set the stage. Okay. And we've, we now know what prayer is and we'll get into how to pray, but we've defined prayer. It's pouring out our hearts to God in these various ways. And then we can pray. We looked at Christ as our mediator. Now, uh, what intercessory prayer is and what that means. And the whole reason we're talking about this in marriage is because we were in a funk, uh, and it was one of our toughest Mm -hmm. it's funny we've been able to record we're actually recording two days late because when we were supposed to record this i was just like there's no way we were doing this right now yeah and and this was not going to work so I went for a walk instead just to be completely.
0: Yeah. It's not, that's only happened, I think maybe one other yeah. time before. I don't yeah. remember. And
1: so you you might be hearing this and be like, Oh, they're always great. I'm telling you that we're not always great. <laughs> and we need, we needed a breakthrough and the prayer was the breakthrough. And it came by God's grace through a good friend of ours who says, when we're in that issue, I pray with my husband. And so we were talking and we said, let's okay. And we, you, you said, you go, it was late at night. Kids were in bed. You're like, we need to pray together more and for this more. And I was like, Dear Lord, <laughs> I just started praying, <laughs> and uh, and so that was, I think, the beginning of, I think, us realizing the the warfare of prayer mm. and interceding on behalf of, of one another, um, and so I, I do want to make a nod real fast here. A lot of what we're talking about comes, it uh, was actually, <laughs> it's funny, we literally wrote the, a book on prayer, not the book, but a book. Uh, we wrote these, these I think, two I don't know if we mentioned that in the beginning. We didn't. <laughs> I think we skipped over it. It's 40 good... prayers for my wife, 40 prayers for my husband. Yeah. And it's – I'm just laughing because, like, I remember when we wrote these, we were, like, thinking what we're talking about right now. And we're talking about it right now as if it's new to us. But uh, but we get – It's a
0: renewed joy.
1: It's a renewed joy and a renewed kind of sense of awe in all that prayer is and can be in the life of a married couple. But – the main premise, or there's two main premises to these books, and by the way, you can check them out. Just go to 40prayers.com. It's a couples bundle. I think it's like $20 or something for the bundle of books.
0: Couples bundle.
1: Couple bundle. And it's <laughs> it's
0: 40 days,
1: and there's all kinds of reasoning why we did 40 days, uh, building habits, but also it's a number of significance and scripture. It's in the intro
0: if you want to read it's it, It's all it in too.
1: the intro. <laughs> but the two main kind of approaches are this, and we'll talk through this in, for the rest of our time, is... We pray as a response to what God has said to us in scripture. Mm -hmm. And we pray in the way that Christ has outlined to us. Mm -hmm. And that through Matthew six, the Mm -hmm. Lord's prayer. Yep. Um, And so I want to, so we're going to talk through those things, but married person, listen to it in Mm. this, in the context of your marriage. Okay. We're talking through a biblical concept. We're saying apply it intentionally to your marriage. How can you pray scripture over your spouse? How Mm. can you pray scripture over, over your marriage, mm-hmm. over your children, over whatever trial you're facing, praying the promises of God, re- reciting the promises of God back to Him. Right, God, you said that you would take care of our every need. Right, Lord, help me believe that. Help me to see that. Help me to to trust you that you will that you are a God that keeps His promises. Help me. Right, and you could do that about any passage that that you read.
0: Well, and it's uh, Donald Whitney. So he we've mentioned him before. He wrote um, Family Worship. He also wrote Praying Scripture. Um, again, the same sort of size and frame framework of the, of family worship. But it's, he kind of goes through this. Um, so take Psalm 23, right? The Lord is my shepherd. So how would you kind of pray through this as a couple? Like the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want God in those times that I've wanted in those times where I've been wandering and and needed guidance. You have Mm -hmm. been my shepherd. You've given in you. I have everything I don't need to want. I don't want.
1: Or, or God, we feel like we're wandering right now. Yes. You are our shepherd. Yes. Lead us back uh, beside still waters. Right. Uh, calm our souls. Right. Comfort us in this. So, like, that's praying. Yeah, truly.
0: Back. It's just writing a line right. of scripture and then writing underneath it your prayers. Hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a super fresh way, I guess. I hate saying fresh, but it is. It's a <laughs> renewed way of, of praying and, and being in the word. Hmm. Um, so that's one of the ways to pray. Did you want to? go through these ways to pray and then conquer first thessalonians 5 17 i mean
1: it's it's the second I, shortest b- verse in the bible i feel like yes but-
0: there's three words in it verses two jesus wept so this one is pray without ceasing <laughs> yeah um, and i just i think as believers especially if we're in marriage and we're really praying for some breakthrough we're praying you know for the hearts of our spouses we're praying for connection we're praying for intimacy we're praying for you know just no more division in our home, right? Unity. Um, How can we be anchored? And Mm. then Paul goes ahead and writes this, pray without ceasing. And you're like, what? I can't close my eyes and bow my head all day. I've got a seven-year-old, a four-year-old, and a one-year-old. Like We were just asking, what does that even mean? mean, Right? It's the age-old question. But um, one thing that we kind of started to understand in our studies is that he's not just referring to just this nonstop talking and this bowing of your head but really it's it's this attitude of of what we discovered of god consciousness and god surrender so um we just we are that's in such this a weird way to put that i'm sorry it, but it's not it's god an, conscious it's consciousness no. of god is yes. what i
1: think is otherwise you sound like you've got sorry. this complex and no. <laughs> that was how it was written when you we were reading and, yes but yeah no
0: that's good i because when i read it out loud i was like Ugh, that's not like that yeah but no it's it's wakey, as you're living, you're living in this awareness, right, that God is with us, that he's actively involved, he's engaged in right. our thoughts and actions. So
1: That's a prayer without ceasing. That, that is a prayer that being without aware.
0: ceasing, yes, that he's, he's always with us and that we can always surrender. We always need to be surrendering things to him. So when our thoughts, when we get worried, right, about what's he going to say next or what is going to, what, trigger's going to happen hmm. in, in in our lives or what we're afraid, right? There's a lot of fear happening right now. Hmm. And I know that I we've experienced um, some depths, at least I have, of some fears uh, in my own heart that we've had to work through and discouragement or anger. Um, the Bible talks about how we're supposed to quickly turn those thoughts into prayers and every prayer into Thanksgiving. We see this in Philippians 4, 6, right? And everything by prayer and petition right. with Thanksgiving, present your requests to God.
1: Right. And, and to be honest, I don't think... Listeners will need to be convinced of that. I think more than anything, we need to be reminded right. that that's what that looks like, and that's what I'm. I'm. That's what I think you're saying, and I want to make I'm that excited clear. Excited
0: because I'm excited about the reminder. I guess.
1: <laughs> good. Well, that's good, and I'm. I am too. In this remind. This It's. it's we need to
0: convince. I just get excited about the message of. I'm not, yeah. When we're I'm, worried, like we can. We're supposed yeah. to. What is the process and what is the pathway to? dispelling the worry, the fear the anger, the mm. discouragement, the frustration with our spouse, whatever it's good right? the
1: pathway is important to remember yeah. that this is a a pathway to gratefulness, a pathway to thanksgiving, a pathway to worship right and trust yes. I think is what is yes I'm was, trying to put you out I'm sorry on that okay. I, uh so let's talk through uh kind of what that could look like well, when you recognize those moments okay the Lord's prayer
0: oh can we read okay. that? yeah, I wasn't there yet. But, I know,
1: that's I'm trying to get there.
0: <laughs> okay, just two last thoughts real okay, quick on, okay. on verses in Colossians 4 two about um, Paul was talking, teaching people of Colossae to devote themselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. So I, I guess this idea of thankfulness and prayer and then the watchfulness, right, that goes hand in hand mm. with this idea of warfare and prayer, being watchful, being oh, vigilant, being in prayer. Um, and thankfulness is w- another way we can combat um Hmm. The, the the advances of the enemy, right? Hmm. So, also, Ephesians six eighteen um, Let me just pull it up. Praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication uh, to that end and keep alert with all um, perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Hmm. Um,
1: Again, that comes from the same passage of taking up the full armor of God. Right. That's, that's at right. the tail end of that right. passage. As, yeah. as,
0: so, as we're going through our days prayer really should be some of our, fir- our first response to any of the fear anxiousness that we're dealing yeah. with. Um, and if you look at the other side of that, like a lack of prayer can cause us to become more self-dependent. Hmm. Um, I think just in, you know, our, we become more prideful and we stop rem- remembering and yeah. living in these airs of truth, right? We're not breathing in the truth of God. We are becoming slightly just a little bit like, but degree by degree, becoming more dependent hmm. upon ourselves. So this idea of 1 Thessalonians five seventeen praying without ceasing. Um, we read about another example of how prayer is like the air you breathe, right? Yeah. In this atmosphere, um, the pressures that uh, he, he took the idea of breathing, right? There's pressure on your lungs, so you have to, you breathe. So it's, it's harder to hold your breath than to not, than to breathe. And so when you are living in this atmosphere, like we're, we're Christians, we're believers, we're living in this, the way of God we have this air of prayer now. We can we can now breathe in and we can talk like prayer should be something that mm. is so ingrained within us that it's like breathing. And so yeah. you think about, you know, a couple who's just really starved. They're 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 feels like their marriage is dying. Um hmm. maybe you're, are we holding our breaths, right? Are we not engaging in those truths? Yeah. Uh whether it's Bible reading or being prayerfully um mm. engaged with the Lord every day. Um I don't so remember you... the psalm
1: it was, but, uh, it's the, as the deer pants for the water. So my soul longs after you, mm. uh, we wonder why we're thirsty, uh, mm. when we never drink or we, we wonder why we're, right. we're air hungry when we never breathe. And mm. that's what you're saying is that this is something that, I mean, I, I'm reading a Desire, desiring God article. Um, it says begin every day with God, spend every day with God and close every day with God. <laughs> And he cites Psalm five 3, oh Lord, in the morning, this is beginning your day. In the morning, you've heard my voice. In the morning, I prepare a sacrifice for you. And watch.
0: Oh man, as a mom, just hearing those like, <clears throat> I prepare a sacrifice for you, mm. Lord. Am I preparing mm. a sacrifice? Or am yeah. I just flitting yeah. around looking for yeah. ways to fulfill my own desires? Right. And,
1: yep. And then the spend every day part is the pray without ceasing and then close every day with God is in peace Psalm 4 in peace I will both lie down and sleep for mm. you alone O oh Lord make me dwell in safety so it's this all encompassing breathing mm. I, I'm waking up and the first thing it, so often our first thing we, we think about is our phone or our breakfast or to do or just to do list or I got to get a shower before the kids wake up something like that <laughs> and maybe our, our first thought can be different and it's and we don't and we don't need to uh like that's a blessing to think oh lord in the morning you hear my voice Mm. and i go to bed because you've given me peace Mm. that's a deep thing so uh jesus talked through uh, i want to contrast i want to contrast what christ taught versus the intercessory kind of the the bad branding that intercessory prayer has because we see that in matthew 6 when jesus is teaching his disciples, how to pray is teaching the people around him how to pray. Uh, it's in response to, and I can't find it. Um, it's in response to what's happening with the Pharisees. Right. And so they are, um, at one point, I think beforehand, they had been praying, um, in an obnoxious way, I'll say. <laughs> and, uh, and so he he's basically saying, um, oh, he says, this is chapter 6, verse 2. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly I say to you, they have received the reward. And when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, mm. for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Um, so often our prayers can turn into that, especially mm. like if we're in a small group setting that mm-hmm. we'll pray kind of in a way that is is meant to not connect with God but to impress ourselves or to impress each other mm-hmm. and so jesus is is speaking against that, and he says, uh now when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases mm. as the Gentiles do, Why do the Gentiles heap up empty praises uh phrases excuse me <laughs> uh because they they were this very legalistic it was I need to kind of drum up uh I'm thinking of in first Kings is it chapter 18 when uh, is it's is, uh, it's Elijah, right? He brings down the fire of God mm. and they, it's, it's the whole like showdown between like Baal and God <laughs> and all the, the prophets of the Baals are basically, uh, they're, they're like for uh, like a whole afternoon, they're like praying and jumping around and trying to get Baal to, to send down fire to like the sacrifice on fire. And Elijah's just like, Oh, what are the, he making fun of him the whole time. Right. Until finally he just says, uh, How long will you, how long will you limp between two different opinions? If the Lord got, Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal and follow him, and then, so he calls down the fire of God, sets the sacrifice ablaze. It's an amazing display, but that's, I think what Christ is getting at is like, don't just heap up empty phrases like the Gentiles, the Mm. godless people, the people who aren't of the family of God. Mm. Instead, pray pray like like this. this. Our father in heaven, mm. holy is your name. Your kingdom come. You will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So if you haven't memorized that yet, uh, fierce fam, uh, do you do that? I think it's a valuable exercise. I was fortunate enough, blessed enough. I'll say to have uh, my parents or my teacher, somebody Sunday school, somebody taught me that when I was like seven years old mm-hmm. and now I'm trying to teach our seven year old. She used to know it, and I think she forgot.
0: (laughs) Ah, she knows it.
1: But the point I'm trying to make is that is such a beautiful outline. So if ever you feel stuck, all right, that's a very tangible, useful tool for uh, working through that. It's an acrostic or an acronym as uh, Creed Fans. (laughs) Axe. A-C-T-S. Not A-X-E, but A-C-T-S. And the acrostic or the acronym, acronym has to be a word, which that's what this is, I guess, um, is uh (laughs) Is adoration. So start it by just recognizing who God is. The second one is confession. Mm-hmm. The third one is thanksgiving for tea. And the fourth one is supplication, which is asking for things. Mm. And so a lot of times if I'm praying with the family or praying with the girls, I'll start with God, thank you for this day. You are God, I am not. I love how he starts out the prayer. Think about this. Our Father. That's how he starts the prayer. Our Father, it's a not it's not a our God, our even our King. He gets there, mm. but it's a relationship that that people will understand every person in all of humanity has had a father mm. not all fathers are great the point is that he is great he is perfect and we can talk to him he is our father mm. now where does he sit in heaven okay so he's our father but he's not like every other father he mm. is special he's in heaven he's heavenly father he's perfect mm. he's holy oh wait holy is your name
0: mm. <laughs> Right. right. So we
1: have this perfect, heavenly, holy father. That is our point of, that's our starting point.
0: Right.
1: Now, this is where it gets really cool is it doesn't start with this, but it includes it. Our father who art in heaven, who is in heaven, holy is your name. Then what? Your kingdom come. Mm. Who reigns in a kingdom? A king. So we have a father and we have a king. Mm. Right out. And if that doesn't calibrate our hearts for who we're talking to, we're talking to a loving father who has adopted us into his family. But you know what? He's also king. He hmm. deserves our our submission, our getting underneath well, his mission, under his it. authority.
0: I mean part of this act is confession and I think mm-hmm. confessing that he is king relinquishes control from us, right? Mm. Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, not my kingdom, not my, not Selena's will be done, but yours it's an, so it's an, yeah, of it's our an alignment with through confession, yeah. absolutely.
1: Mm. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I want to see your version of reality real here Right. and help me to see that and to, and to want to enact that the way you're calling me to do that.
0: I don't uh, think we made this clear for listeners really quick. So the Lord's Prayer, there's ACTS, which is a acronym. So A-C-T-S. A stands for Adoration. C stands for Confession. T is thanksgiving, and C is supplication.
1: So uh, S is supplication. What I say? <laughs> you said C is supplication. I'm looking <laughs> up wrong.
0: <something. laughs> it's okay. my life, people.
1: So, But that, <laughs> that acronym uh, coincides with the Lord's Prayer. Uh, I and mean, then confession is confessing sin, um, lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Thanksgiving, supplication, amen. It, it, it does, it's, a loose, um, it's a loose outline according to the Lord's hmm. Prayer, but it does, it, it does resonate in there. Right. Um, there's there's there are other outlines, but that's typically the one that I will follow. And then, um, yeah, you just, and then as much as you can pray scripture into the, those spaces. Right, right. And so here's the couple's piece to this is you do it together. Right. It's not just me praying and then we just go, but instead I'm praying f- for you with you out loud so you can hear it.
0: Right. And this is the friend, my, this is the thing my friend meant mentioned that really kind of hit my heartstrings was she said it really serves to anchor us in our greater source, mm-hmm. who is God, and it anchors us in, in our unity. As opposed uh, to
1: anchoring our, our in our own...
0: Which is the way we... F- yeah. the, which is how we can fight and combat, right? The spiritual uh, battles that are happening around us. We have to be unified. We mm-hmm. have to be anchored in a source that is outside of ourselves yeah. in order to fight and to have victory in these areas that God has given us. Yeah. So... I mean, I...
1: I don't want to. I don't want to use a big, broad, sweeping thing, but I'm going. going to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like if a if a couple prays together like this often, it's going to. They're going to be hard pressed to be dysfunctional for long periods of time.
0: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. In other
1: words, like if you tried to somehow find a correlation between the depth and consistency of prayer in a couple's life, there might be a correlation to the the, the fruitfulness or the dysfunction. Mm. Mm-hmm. Meaning that if the if couples there's... who pray are going to experience greater fruitfulness, couples who don't are going to experience greater dysfunction. Right. Well,
0: on the fruitfulness, what does that look like? It may, it doesn't mean that their problems are gone, but it means that they are having, they're right. able to have the peace of God through those problems, the right. prov- provision of God. Um, so I guess just, I just want to highlight that. It might be obvious, but it might not. I think there's just yeah. different yeah. ways to, to see Cause there's external stresses and you know, I I was like, man, I thought, I thought we were good as a couple, but the last couple of weeks have been pretty rough. And we, you know, just started, I just started like questioning things and feeling insecure about things and wondering, you know, where we stand, not where we stand. I mean, I know where we stood, but (laughs) it just kind of felt like we were
1: at one point. I was just like walking. So we recorded the episode last week. That was five things you just say to your spouse daily. And I was like, (laughs) what are those five things? I should probably say those to her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I love you. And you were like, okay. And I, was like, <laughs> and I was like, that hasn't changed. I still love you. Which and already really like, I could feel my heart getting softer. Yes.
0: Even me hearing that was just like, yeah, I know that. But like you hearing you say it was very powerful. And then I was like,
1: the, the second one that we talked about was I appreciate you or I see you. And I was like, I see everything you're doing for our family. I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: It was a good way to warm Ugh. up. It was a good it way to warm good, up. Yeah. Um, we still had to have some tough conversations, but we were able to again reconnect um, at a deeper level, where all of those fears and insecurities just kind of went to the wayside. And that, it took us a long time, guys. But and here's the crazy thing: is
1: nothing happened.
0: Like, <laughs> no, there was no monumental like bombs or outside stressors. I mean, we weren't really nice to of,
1: each other, and we were kind of. At, but it was just like we this low grade. Yeah. And it wasn't. Yeah, and so it just goes to show that.
0: You can miss each other. And the flesh is alive and well,
1: and we can still not feel loved or or show love in ways, even though we can. The fact of us loving each other hasn't changed, absolutely, because our flesh gets in the way. Yeah, we trip things up. So, okay, here's your couples conversation challenge. Can you guess what it is? (laughs) Pray together. Pray together. Um, If you're looking for a place to start, go to the Lord's Prayer, Matthew six nine. That's a great place to start. Talk through uh, your your prayer life. I think pray together out loud holding hands. Yeah. But somewhere before or after that, talk through your prayer life. Where have you been and where are you headed? Mm. Uh, are you happy? Are you satisfied with your history as a couple in terms of your prayer? Uh, t- traditionally, do you typically just pray around meals and pray at church together? Or do you actually intentionally pray for and with each other mm. for each other? That's the, to me, that's key is praying with each other for each other yeah. at the same time. Yeah.
0: So, um, um yeah have that have that talk. Check in check out those new city cats on the uh supplement a uh, supplementary level. So Bible of course. Uh do the 40 prayers for my husband and my wife. He's like shoving our books. Yeah our yeah, face. go to 40prayers.com. <laughs> I'm serious. That's it. We That's wrote it. these no. because
1: we want people to read them. No, we but do. It walks you through. Here's what, what it is. What are
0: some of the prayers? Go to the table contents.
1: Uh okay. Give, the appetite. Day 19. Day 19. Give to pray. you pray for or you pray to for God to give her confidence in our covenant. Uh Day. These have rest and reflection days, too. the
0: table of contents. I pray for
1: her as she runs her race. That's based on 1 Corinthians 9. Uh, Pray that she would be anchored in Christ. That's Mm. based on Hebrews 6. I pray that she would forget what is behind. (laughs) That's based on Philippians 3.
0: I have pray on day 11 for a vibrant prayer life for you. (laughs) That's so meta. 1 John (laughs) 5.14. That's funny. I just flipped to it. But uh, for assurance in purpose. Yeah. Proverbs 19.21. Because I think that... I think that men can struggle with their with being assured in the purpose mm. that they're living. Right, that as in as a father, yeah. as a husband, the roles that are God given.
1: Yeah, and each day is literally just a pray a prayer that you can pray out loud or in your in in your heart <laughs> to over your spouse. And then there's a, a journal area on each day where you can write your own prayer. Now, there's an Easter egg in this book. Do you know what it is? Oh,
0: no. If you can
1: find the easter egg and uh, you can email us or send us a message <laughs> somewhere and we'll send you a free pair of books. Oh, but how God. can you find it unless you have the books? Uh. It's a trick. <laughs> we'll send you something for free if you can find the easter egg in yep. this book, but there's a th- you won't be able to find it with the naked eye. <laughs> you need to have you need to have assistance. Anyway, Okay, so 40prayers.com, check those out. New City Catechism, that's helpful. Uh, Donald Whitney, his book called Praying Scripture is very helpful. Tim Keller has a book simply called Prayer in because he's classic Tim Keller. Keller fashion. <laughs> uh, check all those out, you guys. Prayer is not to be underestimated. Mm-mm. It's a discipline. It's also a weapon. And it is the primary way that life. we con- yeah. converse with God. It's We hear his word through Scripture, through the Holy Spirit, but we need to speak to him. We need to converse. And have communion. So speaking of which, can I pray us out yes, today? Yes,
0: please. I was like, oh, please don't ask me to pray. <laughs> Not because I don't want to pray, but I feel like I always pray. And Somebody's I think it's been a good...
1: phoning it in the whole interview. <laughs> the whole, I mean, the whole podcast. <laughs> How dare podcast.
0: you? How dare you? I wrote this
1: outline. <laughs> oh, did you? Outline. <laughs> did you? <ya? laughs> Sure anyway. did.
0: You go ahead and pray. Lead this lead this podcast, right. my well, man. Don't mess
1: it up. Okay. I can't mess it up. <laughs> oh Lord, I thank you for just your sovereignty and your goodness over our efforts here that you will you would take our words and somehow uh bend them to your will, twist them for your glory. God, that you, I pray that that would be the case and that in the hearts of the couples listening to this that they would be uh, equipped and enlivened mm. to uh, start their conversation with you together mm-hmm. anew, and that they would begin to build a habit and uh, habits around prayer together for for their marriage and in their family. Lord, I pray they'd be encouraged, not discouraged by this. That no matter where they've come from or what their history holds, mm-hmm. that there only is uh, there, there's only hope in you there's only hope in the future because of all you've done christ as our great mediator as our high priest you have called us into this relationship so i thank you pray the couples would um would, would just step into that reality
0: mm.
1: in jesus name amen amen okay uh this episode is
0: in the can all right
1: we're gonna go see a good friend of ours just had their baby yep. so selena's we uh, gotta go people we gotta go. itching He's itching to see that that kid, so maybe we'll hang out a few more minutes.
0: How dare you! All right, this I'm episode going. is in the can. And I already said that. We'll see you that. again in about seven
1: days. Until next time,
0: stay fierce.
1: Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast.